Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shoes. Recorded live. Um, 
First, I'd like to thank you all for coming back to share with us on this um, afternoon this women's uh, month service. Um, I've enjoyed the company on this month. I pray and look forward to bigger and better things. I pray that we not only um, take this opportunity of the word that we have uh, shared on this morning, but begin to utilize it and um, help us to grow um, more in our fellowship, um, not with just us women, but other women um, in the communities and abroad. Father God, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify your name. We thank you for allowing us this opportunity to come together again, sharing um, in the fellowship, sharing with the women of this ministry, sharing with God just in the word one more time. We pray that you will just continue to keep us, to bless us, to help us to grow in your love, to uproot the things that have uh, prohibited us from growing in our faith and our, and our knowledge and our understanding of you, what it is that you desire of us. We pray that you would give us the strength and the courage to push forth and push past all the issues, all the uh, issues of mind, all the things that have us restricted in our lives so that we can do the teaching, the living of God that you have proper us to do. Jesus' name, let me pray. Amen.
tomorrow. I can't do it later. Or I can get, you know, I get around to it. And you mess around and you miss opportunities. One of the things that disturbed me the most on uh, in the passing of our dear friend was I don't feel like I got a chance to really let her know how much I love And that's such an easy thing to do without the intention of doing it. Understand what I'm saying? So we have to take every day and take it in stride and try to do the best that you can do every day. Live every day like it's your very best day on earth. What would you do? If you knew that today was your last day on earth, what would you do? Probably call some people up and say, I'm fine. They probably call some people up and say, I love you. You do your best at whatever it is that you need to get done before you leave here. Amen. With the expectations to go to heaven. Amen. Amen. We ain't guaranteed because sometimes we mess up and we don't get ourselves right. Back in line, so we got to get it together while we can. Amen. 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 Just a little tad bit. Again, I thank God for another day. That he has given us. I thank him for his love, his kindness, his grace, and his mercy that he has showered down upon us. Um, just excuse us because she just got some bad news about a friend that she that lost her life. And that's why I said it's, we don't understand how my friend last week, she went to a dinner party to celebrate somebody else's mom. And she never left. When she left the dinner party, she got to the body back. So she went to the bathroom with that. That's why I said, every day, we have to begin to value life more than we do. Amen. But anyway, we've been having a good time throughout the course of this month. I thank God again for Sister Dottie.
necessary. Change is important. It builds you and it bridges your faith with the Lord. Change also is cultivating. It cultivates you. You don't realize that sometimes when you are in those best places, you're being cultivated. You're being turned. You're being picked. You're being changed. You know, uh, when you bake a cake, you put the batter and everything into the bowl and you beat it. And you have to beat it. And when I bake cake, I do. I don't use a hand mixer. I use. I do the natural strokes because I feel like I put more love in it if I do it myself. And so, just imagine being beat. And when you get done beating that cake and you put it in the, after you beat, you gotta put it in the oven. So while you're getting beat, first of all, beating is painful. After you're done getting beat, you gotta go in the oven. The oven is hot. But when you come out of the oven, you a good cake. Even without frosting on you a good cake. That's how Christian life is sometimes. We have to go through those changes. You start out as the powder and the eggs and all that kind of stuff, and you okay. But after a while, you gotta win all that stuff together. And after you win it together, it gotta be beat together. And after it's beat together, then it gotta be placed in all others. Anybody ever been in any hot, any hot situations in your life? Anybody ever faced some beating situations in your life? Then pretty much you was going to ever get out of it? But guess what happened? Change occurred. Change occurred. And you came out of that situation. And now you can look back on you say, yeah. I remember when I didn't know no better. This is what I did. But not knowing no better and doing those things brought you closer to Christ. You didn't realize you were being prepared for a new place. But you will be prepared to a new place in your life. So that your walk with the Lord is different. As I said earlier, 15, 20 years ago, your walk that you have today was not, it's not the same as you had back then. Amen. But the daughter gave her testimony how she would come to church and she'd be there on Sunday. And she knew she was coming to church because the person was supposed to do on Sunday. But when she left church, she did what she wanted to do. But here it is 10 years, however many years later, change occurred. Yeah. And since so that change occurred, here's a different outlook on her. Here's a different outlook on her Christian faith, on her Christian walk. Romans 12 and 2 says, To be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. One thing I can tell you about the Word of God, it is a rule. Yeah. It will give you direction yeah. for your life. Uh-huh. This verse simply says, be not conformed to this world. Don't get caught up in doing what the world does. Unfortunately, that is something that has been a major dagger in the church community. Because people do in the the church everything they do in the world. We, the Bible tells us that we are the salt of the earth. And if the salt loses favor, it's done for nothing. Have you ever had salt that didn't have a salty taste? It's worthless. It has no value. And that's how we are. Some of us have become a, a, a worthless group of people. And I don't mean individually, but I mean as a, as a part of the body. We're worthless because we're good for nothing. We are not imposing change into the world. See, the world's going to act like us. See, we're walking in our prosperity, our good health, our love, and our joy. They want to say, how can I walk like that? How can I have that? So they want to know what it says that they want to be like Mike. They should be want to be like us. We like the Christian. And so then you can tell them, this is how you get to where I am. It's just changing your mindset. It's changing your attitude. It's changing your conversation. And it may even be changing your company. Be not comfortable, but be transformed. The transformation is not just a physical transformation. Because on Sunday, you come to church and you're with the Christian. Mm-hmm. But it's a mental transformation. Because you can be in church, but you can be thinking about, well, I'm in church. Joe's going to have a party. I'm going to go over there and kick it with Joe. Or, Alan, you know what? I showed this block to me. I wonder what episode is running right now. You're here. You're physically here. You're part of the church community, but you're not here. There was a song that you sing and say, your body is here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. That's what we have going on in our churches a lot. That's why we can't be the soul. That's why we can't impose change. Because our bodies are in the church building, but our mind is somewhere else. Amen? So the renewing and the changing begins in your mind. It begins in your thoughts. 
house of a family that was already worshiping the true and living God. Mm. So she left that connection and found herself out in the wilderness. One thing about when you get in the wilderness, the wilderness experience can be very pleasant. Sometimes you don't understand when you're in the wilderness. Because when you're like, I just want to get out of here because this ain't right, this ain't comfortable, this don't feel good. But wilderness experiences can become very, become a promising of blossoming blessings in your life. Yeah. The verse reads, it says, God promised, I mean, I'm sorry, and the angel of the Lord said unto her, return to thy mistress and submit thyself unto her hand. You want me to go back to this one who can't stand me because I'm praying? This is the Lord said. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall uh, not be numbered for the multitude. But if you want me to go back and submit, and then, and then I'm going to get blessed? This is how I got to do this? As I look at this situation, um, Hagar was in a, a, a tight place. She had already been uprooted and moved from her, her homeland, the place that was comfortable, and here God is giving her instructions to go back and submit. That's a hard word. I've been to a lot of weddings, and when, we, when they do the marriage vows, I've heard where people want the word submit taken out because we don't want to submit. But here it is, God told her, if you go back and you submit, I'm going to multiply your seed. I'm going to bless you for being obedient. Another hard word that we just don't want to deal with. Obedience. One thing about us is that we have become adults, full grown adults. I do what I want to do. I got my own life. I have my own business. You know, that type of adult. We get to the point that we feel like we don't have to obey. We live by our own rules. Sometimes we get as wild and crazy as teenagers. When the teenagers, you know, when they go to their rebellious period, when they want to be grown, we get just as wild and crazy as they are. Because we want to do what we want to do because I'm grown. I want to say what I want to say because I'm grown. I don't want to obey the law because I'm grown. But as a believer, the Bible instructs us to obey the law of the believer. As a believer, we know that one of the things that is constantly talked about in the Bible is obedience. That's one of the key words that, as you read many Bible stories and many scriptures, you're going to run across words, the word obedient or situations where people are instructed to obey. So if you obey, guess what you get to eat the bill of the land. You get the inheritance for obeying. And here it is, God has instructed her to go back, submit to her, obey her, fall under her leadership, and I'm going to bless you. And if we know anything about Hagar, Hagar's son was Ishmael. And the Ishmaelites are still standing strong. Now, when he goes on to talk about how he's going to be against his people and the people who's going to be against him, they're still doing well over there in the Holy Land. They live good. Amen. They got their battles. But this promise was given way back in the beginning. Amen. From conception to the grave, God prepares us to grow. Some of that growing is fast, some of that growing is slow, but we must grow. We must grow from where we are in order to get to where God wants us to be. I can't stay in this place and expect to reach where God wants me to go. Because if I stay in this place, I can't grow. If I stay in this place, I'm not going to be able to experience that beating and that shaking and that placing into the oven so that I can come to the full place of where God wants me to be. As I told you guys earlier when I talked about the testimony of us getting our house, one of the things that I had to, to experience, and I was like, God, you just told me that. I wish you had to make this loud and clear that Eve needed to wear her own shoes. So while I was trying to wear pastor shoes, that would hurt my feet because I can't wear flat shoes because they make my feet hurt, and I kept putting them on, we couldn't get no house. Mm. It wasn't until I decided and I came to the understanding that I was wearing the wrong shoes. And shoes didn't fit. So I was hurting myself. I couldn't grow. And the moment that I took them off, guess what? I began to grow and I get to life. My prayer life changed. 
oven for me to bake in. The oven has different baking places. And you have to bake where you're supposed to bake. And Ann getting down in the oven, Ann will be messed up. Because she can't do what God has assigned Daddy to do. Amen. I can't do what God has assigned Pastor to do. And Pastor can't do what God has assigned me to do. And when we learn that, we can grow. Because we're going to be able to experience the changes that we need to experience. Now don't get me wrong. I just want you to understand that the Christian walk is not always a sunshiny day. You're going to have some rain. But while you're growing, you need that rain so you grow. While you're growing in the rain, guess what? You're being strengthened. See, as that, as that seed is germinating up under the ground, it's getting strength to break through. You understand what I'm saying? If it doesn't grow up under the ground, if it doesn't grow in the dark place, it won't break through. As we know, we've had the experience. Pastor gave us all mustard seed plants a while back. And the mustard seed plants wouldn't grow. They didn't get deep enough. They evidently, they weren't getting enough food. They weren't getting whatever it was they needed to grow. That was a mess and stuff. And then some of them would grow up. And they would die. They would come up. You come in one day, and you look, you look hot, flower pot with food. And you're like, oh, yeah, look at that. Same girl. Come back the next day, long day. There was no war. It couldn't take to the work. couldn't grab hold of it. There was something here that was missing. The missing ingredient in our lives is the word of God. Well, since we hear and we learn the word of God, we don't even have a missing ingredient anymore. Amen. Those that are without Christ have that missing ingredient. We don't have that anymore. So there's no reason for us not to grow. Amen. No reason for our prayer life not to increase. No reason for our walk with the Lord to not become stronger. No reason that our conversation should not be the fruit of God's word. Amen. Point number two is change in faith business. Hagar found herself wandering around in this place. She had a faith experience with God. Uh-huh. When, he, when the angel of the Lord spoke to her, it encouraged her. Have you ever been someplace by yourself and you feel in a bad place? You're mad and you're sad and you tell all your emotional thing out of bed and somebody comes in and just gives you a kind word, yeah. give you something, a word of encouragement, give you a hug or a pat on the back. And your faith just begins to be encouraged that you can make it through. Somebody come and share a testimony that it's going to be all right. Because not only did he speak to her and tell her to go back, but he also gave her a promise. He said, I'm going to multiply your seed. And I'm going to bless you. During biblical times, it was an honor to have a child, but not just a child, but a male child. Because with having a male child, there was a plethora of blessings that God gave to people for the male because he created man first. He created man to be the leader. He created man to be the warrior. He created man to take care of the family, to lead our country, to lead our children in prayer. He, he created man for this purpose. However, something happened. Eve started wearing his shoes. Adam couldn't find his shoes. And he was okay with just wearing flip-flops. We have to, one, walk in our own shoes, but two, understand that change is necessary. Not only is change faith building, but change is also prosperous. God declared that he will bless her upon her obedience. Anybody need a blessing from God? Is there anything God told you to do that you ain't got around to get done? Like sometimes he tells us to read. Sometimes he tell us to make phone calls and call people. Sometimes he tell us to go across the street. We just, ah, I get this. I do it. Now, I know I should call my family. Okay. But that's the line you need to call me when we talk. You understand what I'm saying? God tells you what to do with that day. And we don't do it a lot of times because we like, I don't do it. They say, you know, we got tomorrow. I'm calling tomorrow. You know. And we don't even consider that uh, God is always preparing us, positioning us for whatever comes. A lot of times we miss out that in our preparation of being prepared for things because we don't follow through on what it is to tell us to do. Like I always say, that first man that tells you cross the street, cross the street. 
even now you it fades with a big dog. Now you gotta figure out what you gonna do. You understand? Anybody else said my first man told me I shouldn't be following my first man. Holy Spirit told you what to do, but you decided to do what you wanted to do. And now you now stuck in traffic. Now I'm stuck behind the train. I'm just late for work because Holy Spirit told me to turn it up and take the other route, but instead I want to take this route. We have to learn to adhere to it. But as you grow in God's word, as you study His word more, as you read His word more, as it becomes a part of your everyday vocabulary, everyday life, when you hear him speak to you, it'll be easy to follow. So when he speaks, you'll realize that it's him speaking. And so a lot of times we don't realize that God is speaking to us, so we think like, uh-huh, you know, we just don't know. So we want to do our own thing anyway. Change is, it will cause us to enter into an area of prosperity. If we, have, if we were, as I stated earlier, the same as we were 10 years ago. Some of the blessings that we have received at this point in our life, we did not have to see. We had to go through those changes. We had to go through those tears. We had to go through those uh, heated moments so that we could become better people. Sometimes we can't even receive the blessing of God because we're not even in a position to receive it. I often talk about the Hilton girl. The Hilton girl is a billionaire. You know, and they gave them some of that inheritance and they lost their mind. Why? Because they were not at a place to receive it yet. You wouldn't give a child $1,000. My grandson was here with us last week, and he's playing around with his money. Um, he got money from his, his dad or whatever, his granddad or whatever, and he's playing around with his money. He had like $21. So Pastor had some Snickers, and he said, uh, Granddad, can I have some of the Snickers? He said, yeah, for $21. But he gave him the money. So Pastor gave him a handful of Snickers. But then he said, well, I want my money back. I don't want these things. <laughs> no, you made the deal. Amen. So that says to me that a, a, a fifth grader, 10 year old, cannot be walking around with $21 and they don't know what to do with it. Amen. 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 Had Pastor been a con artist, he'd have been able to get that money out of him mm-hmm. for a few seconds. Amen. That's how we are about some of our blessings. We're not prepared to receive those blessings. We're not in a position to receive those blessings. Mm-hmm. So just we're not in a position
for that word. God, we thank you. We praise you. Lord, we glorify you and we magnify you. We thank you for the word that is gone for. Father, we pray that this word has encouraged the heart of your people and has uh, brought us to a point that we realize that we must accept change and we must go through change in order to become the people that you want us to be. Now, Lord, as we prepare to depart from this place but never from your presence, God, we ask you that you will walk with us and keep us until we come together again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.